at the party, Richter. Welcome to See You at the Party, Richter. My name is Aaron Frescas, and with me, as always, are my beautiful co-hosts, Joseph Beck Castro and Chris Chapman. And we're actually making it a family affair during this episode as we welcome back Joe's brother, Jeff Beck, uh, who is here to help us make our way through the second half of the summary for Arnold's 1988 comedy, Twins. Well, all right, let's get back into it, guys. So uh, take it away, Chris. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So Arnold comes back to tell Vincent about their mother and about Los Alamos and also tells Vincent that they have to stop there on the way to Houston because he's definitely going to go with uh, fucking Vincent. And so Vincent agrees to let him go and then tells him to go take a shower, but is really (laughs) actually just going to ditch Arnold again. But that gets a little fucked up when Linda and Marnie pull up and block the driveway to deliver his birthday cake. Which just has every thing that every like thing that she could find at the store on it. Yeah, like they were. That's what they were shopping for when they were at the grocery store. So I'm pretty sure she just cleared out the uh, the birthday cake aisle of all the little toys that she could get on there. Yeah, it's got like a dinosaur, a palm tree, and like I don't know what else. Sure, like a race car, a rocket ship, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that too. Uh, so <laughs> Marnie goes inside to surprise a showering Arnold with her cookies, while Linda confronts Vince to find out where he's going. Uh, and now we get one of my favorite scenes of all time. <laughs> As Marnie hears Arnold getting out of the shower and opens the door to see him half naked and screaming the lyrics to Yakety Yak. <laughs> which oh, is the same so song that he was singing on the uh, airplane. Except now he thinks he's alone and he is fucking screaming it. Just and the, the shot of him coming into the thing and like he's got like the angry face on him and he goes yakety yeah. yak don't park back he's not uh, even yeah, saying just, it at that yeah. point just the yeah. aggressive way he like po- he starts pointing when, yeah. he, when he says don't talk back yeah. and he's all flexed out and like yeah again not even singing at that point just yelling yeah <laughs> ah, just one of my favorite things Marnie turns around while Arnold drops his towel to get dressed but she uses the mirror to kind of check him out and looks like she sees the face of God as she catches a glimpse of his <laughs> thighs. His hog. Yeah, it was his thighs, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sausage. He has a pig back there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Kelly Preston is just horny as fuck Arnold, by the yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Oh, big time. Son of a bitch. Into it. Yeah. Can't blame him. I can't blame her. Uh, can't outside blame her. Vincent. I mean him. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. You can't blame. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, to- totally met him. Whichever, <laughs> whichever uh, one. Yeah. Like if if Did I, I proposition, <laughs> if I proposition both of them, and whichever one came towards me, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I can't say. Yeah, it's Arnold. <laughs> Uh, outside, Vincent shows Linda what's in the trunk, which is some complicated-looking, like, mechanical component. And now Linda is also forcing her way onto the trip. So the four of them set off down the road. Which you would think he would be a little more excited about it, because it seems like a good cover. Hey, we're taking yeah, a trip. Yeah, definitely. And, you know. That's actually uh, a good idea. Us. I think he just mm-hmm. knows that Arnold's going to fuck it up for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I also, I love this little bit of acting that Arnold does when... They're getting in the car, and Linda says that she wants to take the front seat with uh, with Vincent, and he is so fucking disappointed. <laughs> he's, like, so beat up I by call- that. I thought I called shotgun. <laughs> like, he's my brother. But then uh, he's pretty much immediately consoled when he gets into the back seat and is sitting next to fucking uh, Kelly Preston. Damn it, I had a good joke for this scene. What? Hold on. It, a good, where is it at? Where is it at? Uh, oh. Oh, wait. Wait, never mind. All it says is Kelly Preston looks great in this scene. <laughs> Sorry. Kelly, yeah, she looks great in this. My mistake. Continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. She does, though. <sighs> well, back at the parking structure, Webster has tied up Hudson Hawk's David Caruso and interrogates him <laughs> to find out where Vince is. Qua- Sorry, not Webster. Quato. Uh, Quato <laughs> then breaks into Vincent's house and finds the note that lets him know Vince has the car and that he's headed to Houston. It's basically where Vince was taking all his little notes. And he wrote down, he wrote down Beetroot's name. He wrote down $5 million. Basically everything that he needs to know to follow them to Houston. And real quick. So, okay. So, uh, Vincent has a cat named Julius, which Julius mm-hmm. kind of like freaks out about. But the reason that uh, Quado finds it is because uh, ju- the cat is going through the trash looking yeah. for food and is hungry, which I was like, oh, poor cat. <laughs> like, 
looking for food, but then it definitely bolts out of there in the, the next scene when the brothers get there, which I didn't realize until I consulted our fine friends over at cinemacast.com. <laughs> mm. who, yeah, uh, yeah, who said, quote, cats don't stick around when there's trouble afoot in their final <laughs> musings for the movie. No, and that's musings. Musings is no, just the word. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> he just pronounced the word, yeah. you know, differently. Uh, so, oh, yeah, okay. it is meow. No, it's, it says musing, though. Yeah, but you always say meowsings. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm usually drunk when we record these. So, anyway, guys, I'm actually sorry to say this, but this is our last Arnold movie that's listed on the site. So, that was our oh. final me- meowsing from cinemacast.com. Well. It's been a good ride while wow. it's lasted. Might as well pack up the podcast, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> End of an era. Yeah. Well, uh, this is actually where we're going to edit in the uh, that Tommy Your Life song by Green Day, playing over a montage <laughs> of us, like, greatest, like, cinemacast.com moments. So don't, <laughs> don't forget to do that. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Done and done. Um, I, I I forgot to mention this in this last scene. Um, Kelly Preston brings Arnold some cookies, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm really looking forward to tossing them. <laughs> yeah. Now put those cookies down. It's <laughs> like, damn, dude, you're making references for movies you haven't even made yet. Seriously, dude. that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's good writing. <laughs> Let's see. So, oh yeah, so Quato's in Vince's house. He just found out that they went to Houston when the three Klein brothers roll up to get their money. Uh, but Quato shoots two of the brothers in the legs and goes on his merry way because the Klein brothers are fucking morons, apparently. <laughs> I'm curious why he didn't kill these guys. Like, yeah, I right. don't know. I'm guessing it's because he can tell they're criminals, so they're not going to go to the cops. But I, like, I can't think of a single other reason for him to leave them alive. Yeah, well, I mean, I know for story purposes, like as far as going sure, forward, sure. but as far as character, like, yeah. is it because they didn't know who he was? Maybe I think be- no, be- it's because it's not that uh, violent of a movie. Is what it yeah. is. Whoa, no, he kills pretty it's much PG. everyone else he meets, though. He does kill a lot of people, but it might have, uh, yeah, I don't know. Shooting somebody in the legs actually kind of violent, anyways. Yeah, that's true. About it. We <laughs> haven't seen painted. his face. So, wait, we already got to that yeah. scene with where he, yeah, yeah. So, do we think that he killed, wait, did he already, David Crusoe, right? He already visited well, him? Well, no, he didn't kill we don't, David Crusoe. We don't know if he killed him or not. He just okay, had him yeah, tied so up. So, do we think he killed him or no? I mean, I think he killed him. I do too, okay. actually. <laughs> okay, just curious because. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't. He said he doesn't leave anybody alive that sees his face. Exactly. So that's why I'm. Wait, curious are you talking he... about Hill Street's Blues, uh, David Caruso? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Looks like he's going to be parking cars in that parking garage <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <man. laughs> right, that's all I got. I don't know. That that was just that. That was the only like uh, thing for. I was like, yeah. Maybe he didn't kill David Crusoe, but maybe not. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I think I think the fact that they're criminals is a good point. Like he yeah. has, you know, uh, honor amongst thieves, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> or like if they are actually part of organized crime, probably not a good idea to go around. Oh yeah, those dudes. yeah. But yeah, who true. knows? Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So then uh, we go back on the road with the. Actually, uh, hold on. Oh, I, I think so. They do have a, a dialogue sequence where they're. Asking him who he is, and yeah. he's like, it doesn't matter who I am, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I think the fact that um, they don't know who he is, even though they've seen his yeah, face, that's, what yeah. that's the reason yeah. he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't yeah, okay. kill him. Because mm-hmm. um, they legit have no idea who he is, so that that kind of makes sense, yeah. He's just you know a what? dude. Yeah, just another dude. He probably left um, David Caruso alive, too, because um, he... Uh, he doesn't know who he is, and he already knows. Like he's there over. He knows that David Crusoe was getting cars stolen. You know, so he's already committed a crime. So yeah, that's he true. He's, he's not going to go to the fucking police. He's not going yeah, to go to yeah. the police, exactly. And you know, the CSI team would be on there super fast yeah, if they. He knows yeah. that that's Crusoe. the one enemy he can't defeat. <laughs> Criminal scene <laughs> investigators, but also like. Uh, so okay, so but David Crusoe knows why he's there though. These guys don't know anything except for that he's yeah, at yeah, that he's of. at Vincent's house. But like David Crusoe know. knows he why did... he, that he's specifically looking for Vincent the Cadillac. And, yeah, and the Cadillac. Yeah, he's looking for the Cadillac. That's all he knows. Exactly. So he but, just but might like, really love that's his a, that's a tie. That's a tie back <laughs> to his. That's a tie back to yeah. He just really wants to get him. It's a tie back to the job though. <laughs> yeah. So. I feel like true. that maybe there's, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Know, that, I think he's dead. Right. There's there's a bit of a tie. Okay. I guess we'll find that out in the kill count at the end. Yeah, I'm (laughs) curious if they actually include that, but Mm -hmm. go ahead. Uh, So we get Mm -hmm. back on the road with the twins and the sisters. Uh, We see Marnie snuggle up to Arnold in the back seat 
which causes his uh, bicep to go all turgid and rip through his shirt. Uh, <laughs> bicep had a boner. Yeah. So <laughs> then they it. stop at a convenience store to get him a new one. And also, this is, real quick. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Real quick. Sorry. Watching him drive right now. Do you, do you, this is just a random thought. I wonder if Danny DeVito has ever needed a booster seat to drive. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh, uh, not that surprising. So, Depends yeah. on the car. Yeah. Uh, that just popped in my head when I saw him drive. He's, cause, <laughs> like, he's a t- tiny guy, so he kind of had to look over the, the steering wheel. Uh, yep. I wonder if we should have, yeah. has anybody got his height? I'm curious. Yeah, he's, uh, he's 4'10. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. continue. Anyway, yeah. Arms, bicep, boner. Yeah. Breaks the shirt. <laughs> Uh, I was just going to mention this is the this is the part that uh, Jeff was talking about earlier, where yeah. where Danny mm-hmm. DeVito looks at Arnold's bare chest and goes, "Are you allergic to something? You're all puffed <laughs> up, man." <laughs> and then Arnold turns around and he goes, "The back's worse than the front." <laughs> and there's just really great chemistry in them between them yeah. in these two scenes. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is where it's where in the movie where Danny DeVito really starts buying into the whole. Like brother thing. Yeah, he really starts bonding. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Bonding, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the twins, the next day, the twins drop the sisters off to get a room at a motel while they are going to pay a visit to Dr. Traven to find out about their mother. Sorry, real quick. Uh, so Arnold also puts on a shirt that says "Born to Be Bad," and he's all proud of it. Yeah, you can actually, Joe, Joe you can get those shirts for twenty bucks on Redbubble. Almost bought one. Damn. I know. Oh. Don't 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 buy it. Don't buy it. Why? Yes. Okay. Just don't. Neither <laughs> Just... Aaron and Chris don't don't buy it. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> he's like, Good to know. Fuck that... Redbubble. Don't don't support that site. <laughs> yes. That that is why I'm saying that. <laughs> The, don't do it and then the end of that scene had me kind of confused because it's raining outside but they're not getting wet at all but that, that just might be me being dumb but i don't know anyway but go ahead that, that, girls off. That, no idea yeah well that shirt that he's wearing that born to be bad that is an also one other thing that i remember I, that kind of is a, a an iconic moment for this movie i think that shirt yeah and, uh, <laughs> he's wearing it for a while yeah yes <laughs> uh so when they when they finally arrive at the lab, uh, Traven tells them he has no idea what they're talking about or who they are, but Arnold gets pissed off for the first time in his life and kicks Traven's office door off the hinges Yeah, and demands answers. Yep, absolutely. And I loved when he first got dur- turned down and he started walking down the hall and he's <laughs> like, he, the line where he said, um, what, what did he say? Oh, uh, this My whole life off. I've never been pissed. Yeah, he's like, Until for the first now. time in my life. I'm yeah. pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> and the way he said pissed off in his face, like, yeah, yeah that was good. Uh, I love seeing the door fly off the hinges, though. And Traven yeah, looks me too. I laughed. Terrified. Yeah, I that, laughed. These, uh, the security guards show up for a second later, yeah. which I'm like, best security guards ever, because they show up, they look yeah. at the door frame with the broken hinges and busted door on the ground and ask us, <laughs> is everything okay, Dr. Traven? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, everything's fine. The door fell off its hinges by itself. It yep. definitely wasn't this 250-pound Austrian guy. <laughs> in a threatening yeah. manner. It's either that or they um, ran over expecting to bust some heads or like, oh, fuck yeah, some action finally. Like, start pulling the flashlights out of their pockets after seeing Danny DeVito. <laughs> but then once they see Arnold, they're like, oh, is everything okay, Dr. Traven? Just start playing stupid. <laughs> yeah. The second guy didn't even come in. He was like, I'm just going to back away. (laughs) Uh, So Arnold is demanding answers. He shows Traven the picture he has of the original like experiment team and all their their fathers and mother. So Traven kind of can't deny it at that point. Uh, He takes the twins down to the old secret lab and tells them the truth about the whole experiment while living up to his reputation as an enormous dickhead, insulting Vincent mm. the entire time, mm-hmm. and basically telling him that he's simply the leftover bad parts that were filtered out of Arnold. Also, real quick, before as they as they go into the room real quick, mm-hmm. uh, so the door to this room is chained up, and the doctor tells them they sealed the door the day after they were born. Yeah. But then they go in, and the lights are all on, which makes me think that either the whole building <laughs> well, windows. is on... Well, okay, yeah, the lights are still on. The whole building is on either like the same like lighting system or whatever that's controlled by a master switch, or more likely, some lonely intern sneaks in there once a week to make use of the jerk off machine, and then took off to hide like when he heard them coming, you know, like so just like they wouldn't hear him coming, but like he forgot to turn the lights off, and like thankfully they didn't notice. That's, that's the only exactly thing that makes sense. What I was gonna the say. real question is: Does he use a different slot every time, or does he have a favorite slot? <laughs> or the, the pro- tubes yeah exactly <laughs> i'm sure he's tried every slot at least once but yeah he has yeah, a yeah that's true well do you think the slots were like molded to these six uh supreme dudes dongs oh man or oh, that's a good question is it an adjustable situation 
So he goes around and tries and just uses the one that makes him feel the least yeah, emasculated. So he's, like, he's like Goldilocks, but for dicks. Like <laughs> yeah. He's like, this one fits just right. He's like, which one was the nerd's dick? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, it did seem kind of weird, too, when, like, he doesn't even know Vincent at all. But immediately when he walked in, he asked him if he's been in prison. And he yeah. just started grilling on him. It's like, yeah. give the fucking guy a chance. Nope. Like, he's just a like, huge piece like of fucking like, shit. Give yeah. the guy a chance, even though he's totally right. Yeah, I mean, technically yeah, he's, he's right, right. But, but you yeah. don't know that shit. I don't know. Does he, you. Yeah. He does, yeah. I don't know. If, it's, yeah. uh, the important thing was he's been in prison, but he's not currently in prison. All right. It's important. People, People change. change. Yeah, People do true. change. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so as Traven is just like really being an asshole to uh, Vincent, Arnold gets pissed off again and grabs him by the collar and demands to know where their mother is. And Traven tells him that she's at an artist's commune in New Mexico, to which Arnold replies that he will return to kill him if he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he does say, like, if you're lying, I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> and then they all leave the room. The scene cuts away just as we hear the sperm extraction machine turn being turned back on, which was <laughs> yeah. super weird. I, I don't know. Yeah, very just strange. Like, just like, He's like, just like oh, the big chugging. <laughs> excuse me gentlemen i need to release some stress <laughs> uh, so uh back outside vincent is severely dejected at what traven said to him and arnold kind of consoles him by reminding him that their circumstances are as much a result of nurture as they are of nature it's like arnold was raised on a beautiful tropical island you know, with the best schooling and uh, being fed right and all that shit. And uh, Vincent was born, was raised in an orphanage and kind of like abandoned and treated like shit his whole life. (laughs) So uh, Arnold convinces Vincent that they need to find their mother so that they can finally have a family. And after he convinces them, uh, Vincent decides to take them shopping so that they can buy matching sp- matching suits to be pop- properly dressed when they meet their mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along the way, Vincent st- also starts to tutor Arnold on how to have a little bit of style, too. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like that part. I, yeah, totally. I like how Vincent shows uh, Julius how to walk, how to be cool, because yeah. when anyone knows how to be cool, it's Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I also love the part when the person in the, the store comes up to him, and he's like, you gentlemen need help? And he's like, do I look like I need help? Clearly, this magnificent <laughs> god of a human being is the one who needs help. <laughs> Make him look like me. That's yeah. a good <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I also yeah. like when Arnold puts on the sunglasses. And, do I look cool now? Yeah. <laughs> really it's funny. like, Mr. Ice. Yeah. The Ice Mr. Man Ice. cometh. <laughs> uh, later on, they're back at the motel. Vince is getting ready to go out with the girls as Arnold is freaking out about his first date. <laughs> so Vincent also shows him how to dance. And again, I, in this scene, they're just such a perfect pairing. He's so they're so sure. fucking good in this scene. Eric Erica's note here was like on this part right here where he's just like he's singing while he's oh, Danny DeVito singing while he's getting ready while mm-hmm. Arnold is like on the bed with his like hand or his, his head in his, his, head hands, his hand. Yeah. yeah. Just like, Oh my God. So nervous. And Danny DeVito's walk keeps walking up and singing like in his ear and his face. Like yeah. tonight, it's your night. Tonight's your night. <laughs> like, You're going to fuck tonight. your night, bro. Tonight's your <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah. Your dick's gonna get wet, bro. Don't even trip, bro. I was gonna tickle your balls, bro. (laughs) Sure, those are the lyrics. You're gonna release those balls, bro. I was watching this movie with Erica, and her note was, "He's like, I feel like Danny DeVito is you and Arnold's Chris, just like like taunting him with like." And I think she just meant that you're a big dumb oaf, and I'm a sleazy troll, but I'm not. I mean, personally, I thought I was Kelly Preston, and you were the other one. But whatever. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. So we cut now to the two couples who are dancing at a local bar. Honky Tonk? I don't know oh, what wait, a honky wait. tonk so, is. So Sorry. You, you you said he tells Arnold uh, when he wants to romance a girl, he waltzes with him, right? No, I just said he t- taught him how to dance. Okay. So, yeah. He tells Arnold that when he wants to, then that when he wants to romance a girl, he waltzes with him. And I'm actually sorry. I take back what I said about Danny DeVito not being cool. So go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, they're dancing and Arnold has his first kiss. And then they all go back to the booth and start drinking. (laughs) Yeah. And there's some guy up there just shredding on guitar. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and, uh, and this is where they when they're out there when he's actually uh, out there dancing with the girls and they um, he's got they've got their hands on their asses. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like I don't know if like because uh, I remember when I was going to like dances in junior high and stuff like that was the thing. Like if you were dancing with a girl, you were trying to put your hand on her ass just like that. <laughs> I'm not sure if the people got it. Like that's where like I feel like this movie has a lot of cultural references, like something like that. And a lot of the way uh, t- the things Danny DeVito says, like uh, you know, money talks, bullshit walks. Um, that How this is '88 when he's saying it. Yep. When he's saying it, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was '88. So Everyone, everybody wanted to be. DeVito. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> they, they did all the research for the scene at a junior high dance. <laughs> yeah, they understood that Danny DeVito is a, is a Hollywood actor, so clearly he's better than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, true. Definitely. I just find it funny in movies and TVs how uh, bars or clubs will clear their dance floor so the main characters can do like a choreographed dance. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, super impressed yeah. by it. By They're like, ooh, yeah. yeah, ooh, look at them. The, are yeah. they dressed the same too? <laughs> <laughs> Those are cool guys yeah. <laughs> with their matching outfits and choreographed dance. That's definitely how I always get when I uh, go to the club. Yeah. Uh, I also really like when they're down to uh, sitting down and everybody's drinking beers. Uh, Arnold says, "Am I shit faced yet?" <laughs> Just a funny line again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the twins both go into the bathroom and have kind of a bonding moment. The, uh, real quick, oh. sorry for that last scene. The way that they get into the bathroom is that Danny DeVito says that my back teeth are floating, and I looked it up. And uh, does anybody has anybody ever heard yeah. that term before? I have heard that term. Yeah, it means you're you got to take a piss because you you're so full oh. of piss that your teeth are floating. Yes, damn, exactly. Yeah. Which I, I thought it was about like, the alcohol. That's way grosser. <laughs> no, but I uh, see, and that's what I mean. Like I've heard that before. It's an old saying, uh, but like that, I don't. This movie's so old. I'm wondering if like. That's where it came from. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that saying came from here because I don't know. There's a lot of those in here, but yeah, it's it's the same. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I like, I, I was just like, what the hell does that mean? Because I, but I looked it up first off, gross. Secondly, yeah. like, I'm totally gonna start using that, but like, probably using incorrectly. Like, pardon me, I'll be right back. I have piss in the back of my throat. And then just, <laughs> go my to back the bathroom, teeth like, are covered in well, piss. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, guys, is actually my teeth are floating, so I don't know. Cause I, I need to take a break and go take a piss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fine. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Yeah, let's, me too. <sighs> it's because we're brothers. We both have to. <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys get back at the same time. <laughs> I got to pee too, but I'm going to wait for a second. <laughs> okay. What? I got to wait for it to stew. <laughs> the more I can get out, the the better. So, you know. If is that how it works? If it's coming out the consistency of stew, you got a problem. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> Sometimes it's just the broth. Exactly. <laughs> There's hardly ever any chunks in there. <laughs> and and when there are, it's like carrots and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a vegan stew. I mean the meat's anyway. very tender, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, be right back. Alright. No more complaining, no more Mr. Kimblev to go to the bathroom. Nothing. There is no bathroom! Uh, as the twins are having their bonding moment in the bathroom, the Klain brothers show up and try to take the sisters hostage. Uh, because apparently Marnie told their work that they were going to be gone for a few days, and their boss fucking ratted them out and told them where they were going. Specifically the bar that they were going yeah. to? Yes, I mean, exactly. Apparently. But as uh, <laughs> as far as the, the when them, them in the bathroom, I wish they just would have dressed. I know they do at the end, too, but I wish they would have dressed the same for the rest of the movie, which, like, hey, Chris, like, how come we never dress the same? I don't know, because you, you don't look good in fat guy clothes. Fat guy clothes? Yeah, you don't look good in fat guy clothes. Gain, well, I mean, and I mean, you guys really don't hang out much. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, not, not right I, now. I, but, you I, know. Yes, there is the fact yeah. that I don't like you, but it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right, put, on, put on 30 pounds and we'll look a lot better in the same clothes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, you said Mar- Marnie called work and told him they're they're going to Santa Fe, and the brothers managed to track him down to that specific bar. Yeah, apparently, or, <laughs> yeah. or the brothers, the brothers claimed were just right. I don't even know. They wouldn't recognize the Cadillac. None of this shit makes sense now that I think about no, it. No, they just happened to be getting a drink into the place, you know, after the long <laughs> ride there. Great. And like, oh shit, they're here. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, like these guys are good. It's either that or Kelly Preston just gave them the ent- their entire itinerary for the night. <laughs> She's like, trying when to she- get Danny DeVito killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when she called the bar she, or she, when she called her the, her work, she's like, this is what we're going to be doing. The whole trip her. itinerary. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Arnold 
gets Arnold basically single-handedly takes out four goons with another lesson in negotiation, <laughs> and Vincent takes out the last one. <laughs> with a guitar that he used. That was the band's guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that was Jeff Beck's yeah. guitar, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's cool was with it, because right afterwards, they they start jamming exactly. out, man. They, they start, go straight like, to a song. Yeah, he loves that shit. They're Rock fucking, and roll, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Jeff Beck's hardcore. Bro. <laughs> well, the first yeah. time I was like, why aren't they addressing they just broke one of their guitars? But maybe. Then I th- thought about it. Maybe this happens so often at that place. So they just put a really cheap guitar there, like for when it happens. <laughs> so they just grab the cheap guitar and start smashing. And they're like, okay, because it happened to one of the expensive guitars once. There's just like mm-hmm. five yeah. guitars behind the bar and they restock every couple <laughs> <Yeah>. days. <laughs> well, it is like a, a country and Western bar. And the fact that they get into a fight and then everybody gets hyped up and then starts dancing around the guy passed out on the floor. <laughs> you know, like we've all seen a Simpsons episode where it's like, hey, you, let's fight. <laughs> them's fighting words and they start fighting and that's just like the way country and western bars go so true. very true yeah it's probably not even a real guitar it's just hollow and you know with just horse string or something yeah and also i'd just like to say that yeah jeff beck is the man <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Confirmed. Jeff's like, I'm talking about myself. He, there's a Jeff yeah. Beck in this movie. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's in that scene? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't play guitar. <laughs> so uh, after they leave the bar, they go back to the motel. Uh, Vincent leaves to go sleep with Linda, leaving Marnie to come sleep in Arnold's room. Uh, Arnold tries to go to sleep on the floor, so horny that his titties start spasming involuntarily. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see it. He absolutely does. And uh, but then Marnie says that the bed is too lumpy and joins him on the floor, and then walks him through the basics of sexual reproduction. Uh, uh, my only uh, note here, mm-hmm. my only note here is, uh, good lord, Arnold looks great in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm finally on. Board. Oh my god, so that, that was good too. Yeah. Mangelic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also. First off, did any of you as a probably pause it for a second, sorry, Joe. Did any of you boners actually lose your virgin virginity in a way that wasn't at least kinda awkward, if not super awkward? Because every time I have what? sex, it's like Yeah, that. I don't so know what you're like, like, of course. <laughs> is there another way? How do I it's like, dude, we've been married for like eight years. Like, oh, I'm just, just, oh. just do it. Okay, is this the just, right spot. Yeah. Hold on, let me grab the manual. Joe, open your eyes, please. Put your like, glasses back on. Yeah. Squeezing them tightly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you move or something? Like, That's just not be pillow. all stiff. Like, oh, I thought it was supposed to be stiff. That was what they told me. That's what they called a stiffy for. Like, uh. You start laughing yeah. at your joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I'm funny. <laughs> this, this a good. Only, Hi, Laura. <laughs> I'm only asking because this scene doesn't seem super awkward until you remember that Arnold probably turned into Old Faithful the second Kelly Preston touched him. Yeah. Yeah. Who, definitely. by the way, looks great in this scene. <laughs> that's why it was a short scene because yeah, that yeah. happened in real life too. Cut away real quick. <laughs> Sec- uh, secondly, the other thing was, did you guys you guys notice the way she said this bed is lumpier? Yeah. Like, so weird. I don't know what. Like what? Which she was I was trying to be. She's trying to seduce him. Something like, well, yeah, but yeah, she was I'm trying to be sure like mentioned... old Hollywood. It's like exactly, fucking, yeah. yeah, exactly. Listen right. to it the last yeah. time. Uh, okay, so I mentioned in the Tales from the Crypt episode, I think that mm-hmm. I was. Uh, this was the scene I was talking about. It used to bug me when I was a kid because for some reason the way she says "lumper" sounds. It sounds like she's doing like a Catherine Hepburn impression. Yeah, or something absolutely. Like that. It, mm. She sounds like Kate Blanchett in The Aviator. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> this spot is lumpy. <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah, like exactly. it's like it's an it's an actor letting the audience know she's acting yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's acting 101 uh, <laughs> also my last thing was fuck church church scientology for those stupid dicks for preventing her from getting yeah. treatment for her cancer mm. sorry that's all yeah. speculated yeah. speculate spe- allegedly <laughs> allegedly yeah. preventing her from getting treatment uh, but they probably totally did so fuck them yeah anyway fuck that's them. all uh, fuck, fuck that. You know what? One more thing, though. I would have really liked to seen Arno like maybe pitch a tent in this scene. That would have really <laughs> topped it off. I think he he does carry a pillow over his his junk a little bit. Mm. So I wonder. Okay, if that's that, okay, yeah, that might be. Uh, 
All right, I'm, I, okay. <laughs> I would have liked to see the tent extend into the pillow as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then the pillow, the tent, then the pillow. That would have been better. But well, he's wearing boxers, so it would have just been like dongature popping out. So, <laughs> which I mean, hey, I would have liked to see that too. So what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, instead we have Come on. fucking like we have to like uh, all we get is Kelly Preston like bending over like seductively. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> yeah. I want Arnold's dong, and I want it now. So over in Linda's room, we cut back to Vincent, who is super nervous about meeting his mom. He's doing all sorts of like sit-ups and push-ups and shit to try and get ready. Uh, But Linda calms him down by telling him that he's good enough and telling him that uh, he's... He's a good guy no matter what his mom thinks. And then walks him through the basics of sexual reproduction. Uh, (laughs) Is this when she asks uh, to move in together? She asks if they can move in together and he kind of like pushes it off and yeah, just says we'll he's, sleep. Oh, d- doesn't yeah. kind of. He's very much yeah, he's out. like yeah. not. He's not for it. No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. Linda, it. I, I feel like there's no way that Linda's not in prison in the new movie for like the the new one they're making after trying to stab Vincent in his sleep. <laughs> like once she <laughs> catches him cheating. Yep, exactly. Yep. Mm. Uh, now we go back to Marnie and Arnold. Where this time it's Arnold who <laughs> looks like great... he's seen the face of God. Exactly. That's a great and, pause right there. After what yeah. was presumably two minutes of mind blowing sex. By the way, uh, if if we're mentioning stuff, we're two actually minutes. we're following the movie along as we're as we're doing this. So yeah, yeah, two minutes, Joe. Yeah, come on, two minutes. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at fucking two minutes. Yeah, that's true. It's Sir <laughs> Sir Last a lot over here. <laughs> Uh, two pumps look at <laughs> sir last a lot <laughs> uh the next day the gang pulls up to the artist's commune but is denied entry and told that they will have to get clearance from the benedict foundation nobody made a pumping iron yeah. joke with the sex I'm... oh god damn it yeah it was right there I in front of us i know uh also I mean, it's, it's too easy we're professionals that's true. <laughs> I'm, 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 we no, don't sorry. go after that low-hanging yes, fruit the way i meant it was nobody made a notice that nobody made a pumping iron joke <laughs> yeah, in yeah. this because we're because we're than classy also his mom runs mm-hmm. a cult <laughs> that's my <theory. laughs> i mean it kind of seems like it the yeah but the, uh, the art is just a cover yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh so they they then decide to sneak the inside cover the art compound. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's a stupid Literally joke. cover art. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they decide to sneak inside the compound to find Marianne. Uh, they are caught by a woman and reveal that Marianne is their mother and that they don't want to go meet her. So the woman tells them that Marianne started the commune after making some money from her paintings and then reveals that, unfortunately, Marianne died years ago. Which is kind of bullshit because uh, first she said, oh, yeah, she's here. She's here. Oh, yeah. Uh, she lied in the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah. And then like, well, actually, I meant her spirit is here. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry. To, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yep. Fucking if she said that, I would be like, fuck you, lady. What the fuck are you talking about? That's her mom. Don't pull yeah. that shit on us. Break uh, my heart, lady. <laughs> the <laughs> twins are crushed and Vincent takes it especially poorly. <laughs> The woman at the commune, after they've driven away, reveals that she actually is Marianne, but she lied to the twins because she thought that they were just trying to con her into selling the commune to real estate developers, because apparently she's having her very own wacky 80s comedy out here in New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Their mom's mom's kind of a jaded asshole. Yeah. (laughs) People just keep wanting to give me large sums of money. Like, oh, so annoying. I'm an artist. Like, stop. (laughs) Uh, so we then cut back to the four of them, and Vincent is furious at having let himself hope for something stupid like love or family, and takes <laughs> it out on everyone else by leaving them in New Mexico. And, and takes it out on the people that love him. Yeah, on, yeah. The, on the closest thing he has to family who loves him. <laughs> <laughs> so he ditches them in New Mexico to go make the drop in Houston. Uh, at this point, Linda tells Arnold about the merchandise because she's worried that Vincent's going to get himself killed. So we then follow Vincent. He's driving and he is on the phone making final arrangements with Beetroot. We see that the real Quato, because Vincent is <laughs> pretending to be Quato, we see that the real Quato mm. is in Beetroot's office. But Beetroot is going to make the deal with Vincent anyway, since he doesn't really give a shit who gets the money as long as he gets the merchandise. 
Quato kind of kills it in this role. Like, yeah, he's he does great. A good job. He's, he's like very menacing, but the entire time being very polite to everybody up, it, well, up until he kills him. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a deleted scene where it explains why he is, you know, how he, he that he is a beetroot tycoon and he actually needs this piece of equipment to, you know, process beetroot <laughs> uh, better <laughs> or quicker. This I is think, a new beet you know? juicer. Do they? They yeah. that's what it is later, don't they? <laughs> they do. Yeah, yeah it's like a oh, that's right. Jet engine yeah. fuel yeah, injection, yeah, yeah. but th- they're using the jet engine in order to process the beats. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. That's why they can do it quicker. Yeah. So it's worth five million dollars. That's why they call it beetroot. <laughs> <laughs> America's number one beetroot tycoon. <laughs> I don't just beetroots. I beetroot. I don't know. Anyway, that wasn't good. <laughs> Uh, I'll workshop it. <laughs> so Arnold flies to Houston, and we get just the best montage of Arnold psychically tracing Vincent's steps over an expository <laughs> theme song about being brothers. <laughs> and it's fucking great. Arnold is just walking around with his hands in the air like, oh, I feel like he's doing things he's touching his face and now he's going this way he also stole the car which was very vincent like yeah that's very true i I was surprised that he did Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's another cadillac right Uh, yeah i I think it's another cadillac but it's got like pronghorns on the front yeah Yeah. it's it's Um, the texas version of a cadillac (laughs) yeah exactly uh let's see definitely in texas (laughs) so vincent finds his way to the drop point which is some sort of industrial park or factory that is apparently owned by uh, uh, Beetroot. He meets up with Beetroot, who tells him the merchandise is a, reg- a revolutionary new Beetroot jet factory. engine technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> after scaring the shit out of Vincent at gunpoint for no reason, Beetroot pays the $5 million and goes on his way in the Cadillac. Beetroot's driver also has a bullet tie, which I want a bullet tie. Yeah, that's true. And Beetroot's driver is the Undertaker from Back to the Future 3. That's okay. I was like, he looks familiar, but I don't want to look up who he is because that takes so much work, <laughs> even though it doesn't. It looks like, it kind of looks like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So as Vince is celebrating his newfound it's, money. it's he... uh, It actually looks like Kevin Bacon's twin. <laughs> huh? There you go. Huh? <laughs> Kevin Bacon's <laughs> underpaid brother. <laughs> Kevin Parkbelly. <laughs> is Kevin Bacon available? No, but his twin is. Okay. <laughs> We've got Canadian Kevin Bacon. I love how those suitcases have. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin with the C. <laughs> I like Kevin how the suitcase is half the size of Dana DeVito, and it's just like a normal size suitcase, yeah. or a briefcase. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so, uh, anyway, Vincent is celebrating his money as he hears two gunshots because Quato just assassinated Beetroot and his goon. Um, Quato then starts shooting at Vincent with some sort of, like, sniper shotgun. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. the mechanics of this gun. Mm-hmm. He's shooting from really far away, but it is blowing the shit out of whatever he shoots. Um, he starts shouting that all he wants is the money and he'll let him go. But Vincent runs inside the factory to try to get away. Uh, just then, Arnold pulls up and sees Quato. And oh, that's it. Arnold pulls up and sees Quato. And then we cut back to <laughs> Vincent, who keeps running further into the building. But Quato finds him. Just before Quato can shoot, Arnold throws his suitcase and causes him to miss. Thank God he was carrying that briefcase for some reason, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Is there a reason that he was carrying that? I, I thought no, I missed. I mean, I'm just curious. I don't know why he carried it out of the car. Like he had it with him because that's where all his like money and shit is. But I don't know okay. why the fuck he pulled it out of the car with him. Maybe because it's okay. his only weapon. He should have grabbed the pronghorns off the front <laughs> of the car. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, let's see. So at this point, Quato turns the gun on Arnold. Uh, Vincent is down in some tunnel trying to run away, but he now psychically senses Arnold and goes back to give up the money. Uh, Vincent and Arnold argue about the virtues of having a conscience while Webster, sorry, while Quato takes a look at his money and then tells the twins that he's going to kill him anyway. Arnold distracts Quato with more negotiation tips, which gives Vincent just enough time to pull the lever that's in every factory that lets loose a near infinite amount of chain and a big pile on the <laughs> which, as it happens, is right where Quato is standing. 
So he's definitely dead, right? Like, he's super dead. I mean, okay. like, so he gets hit in the head by the big, like, uh, hook like at hook, the end. Yeah. But then the chain just keeps piling on top of yeah. him. And at the end, the cha- the pile of chain is, like, five it's and a half feet tall. Yeah, it's got to be, like, two tons like, of chain. Seriously. That guy How is big is the factory? Dead. And where are you pulling up, like, whatever you're pulling up <laughs> exactly. with that thing? Exactly. I don't know the where the fuck all that 27 stories from. up? Yeah. There's a lot of beats, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with that taken care of, the twins make up as uh, Arnold tells Vincent that they have to return the money. Uh, later, we cut to Marianne back at her compound, who sees that the twins are in the paper for returning the jet system. And then she goes to Traven's office to punch him in the fucking face for lying. Oh, it her. also it also looks like uh, that when it shows them in the paper, it looks like they got a, a reward check for to returning the engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Dude. got a, yeah. they got some sort of reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also mm-hmm. in the paper, a headline that reads McGillis from Loser to Star with a picture of actress Kelly McGillis, who was the main gal in Top Gun, and I thought she would have been, had a movie called Loser or something, but no, there's just the paper being a dick. I don't know. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> That's yeah, probably yeah. the movie probably was in production when this movie came out, but it got yeah. it got shit canned. I wonder if Kelly reason. Preston had a rivalry with Kelly McGillis, just like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone oh. and Arnold. I don't know, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> or it's like a Highlander situation. <laughs> there can, can only, only be, be one, one. Uh, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. So now we go back to L.A. Vince makes up with Linda by buying her an entire apart- apartment's worth of bouquets, which works pretty quickly on her. He by pretty much makes up by breaking into her apartment and filling a bunch of yeah. flowers, mm-hmm. which is a nice thought until about a week later when her apartment starts like smelling like 27 different kinds of dead flowers. <laughs> yeah, or she's got to take them out, which is also work because she's got to take out like 60 like vases. Or, <laughs> Probably like, more than 60. Yeah. I don't know. How did you even get in this dick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Kelly Preston. It's gonna be a lot of work for oh, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly point. Preston hates him though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not anymore. She came around. Yeah, right. Because also, how did he get back in the apartment though? The second I, time, like, yeah, that was he's, that he's was a fucking somewhere. magician. That's how. He, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she wasn't looking down. She was just normal <laughs> eyesight. And he just crawled through her legs as she's walking in the door. Yeah, scurried past. <laughs> He's surprisingly agile. <laughs> so now we go and we see Vincent's old office, but now labeled as the Benedict Corporation and looking much more professional with uh, Arnold and Vincent at matching desks facing each other <laughs> uh, and in matching clothes still. <laughs> Uh, Vincent Imagine mentions clothes, eh? Chris, <laughs> hey, think about I'll it. Do you... mm-hmm. We got to coordinate, but sure. Uh, I'm not sure I trust your yeah, sense of style, but just... yeah, absolutely. Wait a little bit on that. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, Vincent mentions <laughs> that they received a fifty thousand dollar reward for turning in the the engine thing, and Arnold notes that they they have a little over twelve thousand dollars left. Twelve thousand dollars left. Uh, and Vincent remarks, what a shame it is that Arnold made him turn in all $4 million for Beetroot. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. So he's, I, I, he's still a million dollars. I love how Vincent goes through this whole movie without learning any lessons. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Pretty yeah. much completely <laughs> I know. unchanged from the beginning with the exception of now – Pretty much having a 250-pound Austrian bodyguard to protect him. Yeah, he's now he's got an accomplice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And a million dollars. Yeah. So I also moral just... of the story is being a sleazeball works. Well, okay, so, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So then on, on top of that, so since Quado and Beetroot and the guy, that the uh, goon that he was with are dead, Vince mm-hmm. is still in the uh, million dollars. Seemingly, it shouldn't have any consequences then, right? Like if, no, like if we go into the assumption that it's uh, – Nobody else like would have known how much money. I, I mean, I exactly. guess technically they could right. follow the accounting and see like – Five million was taken out of Beetroot's Beetroot's account, but that's yeah. that's pretty flimsy evidence. I don't know. So yeah, like well, but that could have been lost somewhere yeah, that along the been way. Anything. You know, you know, you yeah. know how they could figure that out. Hmm. CSI Miami. David Caruso's dead. Yeah, if David Caruso wasn't dead, oh. that would be perfect. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I take back that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just really Never like this it. line here. I don't know. 
Uh, Arnold goes, Vincent, I'm very proud of you. And and Danny DeVito just looks at him and smirks and goes, yeah, I'm kind of proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Right after they're talking about the million dollars. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's then he's he proud also, of himself that he got away with the million. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> I also just like this other line. They're talking about what Arnold had to do and that he had to steal the car. And he goes, yeah, but I put, I took it back the very next day. And I just really loved it. He goes, he was a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like such a naive child thing to say. Yeah. Uh, and then as the twins are talking, Marianne enters the office and tells them the truth that she is actually their mom. And then they all have an emotional family reunion. I watched this movie twice to get ready to this episode. The first time uh, was with Erica the other night, uh-huh. and I was actually drinking a Flaming Aaron, which is just <laughs> vodka mixed with Pedialyte that you set on fire real fast. And so I, I was, I was like so into the movie though that I didn't realize I was sort of drunk until the scene started, and I got kind of a little choked up. <laughs> you got misty. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like I was like. <laughs> She loves the family. But like when she like brought him a like, teddy bear. Mama? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mama. They all run like, I'm like, oh, good for them. And I was like, uh, fuck, I need to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh sometime later we see the entire family out at the park, which now includes the twins, Marianne, Marnie, Linda, Werner, who is, if you don't remember, is the narrator from the beginning of the movie and the person who raised Arnold. And four babies, as both Arnold and Vincent had twins of their own, who were all mm-hmm. presumably conceived on the same night in the motel. Oh, <laughs> I, just, I just realized that. I just realized that Arnold has more oh, than one kid. Shit. Oh shit! Oh Those shit! Oh shit! Are doomed. Fuck. I wonder if one of them's going to be like dead in the next in the new movie. <laughs> also, well, what what if what if no? What if Danny DeVito has triplets and Arnold just had the one? Oh, yeah, that's true. true. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, Erica pointed out the weird the weird hat she has, which I took a picture of. But it yeah, just you guys doesn't see, have a top. Like a, yeah, it's like a weird fedora Easter type hat thing that the top is yeah. cut out. So it's put. I don't know. She she was like, "What well, the fuck's wrong with her hat?" So it's basically a visor, but an all around visor. Yeah, <laughs> Laura said they were. This was presumably set at least at least nine months, but um, in the future, and they got this part right as far as the hat goes. About nineteen ninety. Um, is, is that a 1990s hat? I, I guess so. I, I guess so. Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. we got visors. <laughs> like, dudes have visors. Yeah. Erica also wanted me yeah. to let uh, make sure to let you guys know that Kelly Preston looks great in this scene. I don't, she said you guys know <laughs> wow. what that means. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. I, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't uh, know what that means. But anyway. And then finally, we fade into the credits as we get yet another expository theme song about being twins. Which was mm-hmm. uh, Little Richard and I, I wrote, I didn't write it down, but I, I watched the video, which, well, I watched 30 seconds of the video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's Little Richard and uh, this other dude. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I was hoping you were going to say Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome, though. <laughs> anyway. Now we're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? Yes. Oh, all right. And that's it for the movie summary. So I think now we're going to kick it off to Joe for uh, everybody's favorite segment, Joe Namath. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I actually... What fantastic segment. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I recently took a poll and this was voted as um, America's favorite uh, podcast segment. Uh, wow. Mar- that's impressive, yeah, man. Margin yeah. of error, like 99%. Mm-hmm. But let's see here there. Has the plaque got there yet? What? I said, did the plaque get there yet? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, it's still being generated, but... I mean, it's on the way. Yeah, yeah. got it. Okay, so <clears throat> all right, let's. Well, results aren't final. Yeah, <laughs> the results aren't final, but you know. Okay, so uh, first we're going to start start off with a camera operator, uh, Dusty Blavet, which just sounds like <laughs> like one of those sex moves, you know, like teenage boys make up. <laughs> like, oh yeah, last night I gave her, I gave her a fucking Dusty Blavet, bro. Oof. No way. <laughs> That is a dusty blowout. Yeah. <laughs> I, what, what's a dusty yeah. like farting on her? And it's then doing it, something it, dusty like, can be dusty good part. in the bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> it's something. I don't with, like it. Something with farting. It's yeah. got some. Yeah, some kind of blowing thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like the teenage boys make these jokes. I wouldn't do that. Obviously, I was just bringing this up as part of that. Clearly, never. Yeah. A dusty blowout is when. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> she I was gonna say she she blows on she blows on a or you blow on a butthole like it's a fucking uh like the joke. <laughs> <laughs> like it did the blusty bop and then you're like, oh yeah. Okay. Like, anyway, uh, keep going. Or a hoedown. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then she plays your dick like a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a second camera assistant, Joseph Costco, which isn't a funny name. It just <laughs> looks a lot like Joseph Castro, so it kind of threw me for a loop. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's surprising mm-hmm. that somebody from the Costco family had to go work <laughs> on a fucking be a camera operator. Well, that's well, yeah, that's the, he had to supply all the um, snacks and everything like that in order to get into the film. Yeah, but there was no meals. It was just all food with little toothpicks in them. It was, it was, exactly. <laughs> samples where do you think they got all those like that patio furniture stuff do you see how many of those were yeah that's true that's costco from. but it's actually yeah. co it's cheaper to put him in the movie yeah. <laughs> yeah they actually saved money by hiring this guy um but it's c-o-s-k-o so it looks a lot like castro so um we have a sound effect editor bill hartman which would be phil hartman's brother i presume uh, <laughs> has to be it rhymes and the last names are the same exactly what there's, else it could be. <laughs> there's no other way uh, it's, it's obvious yeah. we have a production assistant Chris Krangle which is close <clears throat> to Chris Krangle Santa Claus's brother yeah <laughs> His evil well, brother. He his name just he, Santa Claus yeah. is really lazy, like alternate identity. <laughs> yeah, no, he's the he's the Vincent, and uh, Chris Kringle is the uh, Julius. That's why he's Kringle. It sounds yes. a little more evil. Yeah. Um, uh, we have the Gran- Granger or Granger grandson, Jason Reitman, which we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, one of the Klang cousins was Svet Ol Thorson, who was the uh, guy from Running Man, who um, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Dawson Those told steroids. him gets more steroids. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, we have uh, Jeff Beck. He played guitar in the band, and he performed like, or I'm sorry, you performed like 80% of the songs in this which is really weird really because like you would have been like really? seven at the time and i've never seen you play guitar um but oh. apparently uh yeah i was i was seven you know uh i was considered a prodigy but one day i just put it down and decided to you know uh start playing tag and you know unfortunately, <laughs> i decided to hang it up while i was the best I yeah just, you yeah, know, yeah. Retire. It's, time my game. Nope. it's time to live my life yep. it's time to live yeah. my life i went out on top Yep. It's time to live my life. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Tom Brady so just felt. retired, and he was number two in MVP voting. Like, why couldn't I, you know, retire at that? Why point? can't I retire? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When is my time? All right, and that's it for this episode. Uh, check back. I would say next week, probably. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, you know, Chris gives it to me, and then I take forever to release it, but we'll see. But anyway, check back soon for the uh, final episode, which will be us just going to the trivia. Doing the uh, Irons Pumped and probably fucking around more. But uh, <laughs> thank you for Jeff for uh, being on, on this episode. And I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. guys, man. This is a great time. And uh, I'm a big fan. You guys are killing it here. <laughs> thank you. It was great having you on. See you at the party, Richter. 